I did a recent poll inside of my Facebook group and I found out that we as mamas <laughs> are all over the map when it comes to how much money we're spending on our grocery bill. And I have been really intrigued by this over the years. I get really into it and then I fall out of it and then I get really into it and then I fall out of it. And this is going to be another layer on how you can really systemize how you are feeding your family. And today's episode, I'm going to go into not only because you guys already know my meal planning system. And if you don't go back to like the very beginning of this podcast episode (laughs) of this podcast in general, and uh, check out my menu board meal planning system. There's also a ton of free information on how to set it up and how to get it in place inside of the Facebook group underneath guides and um, dive into that because this is going to be an extension of that specific system. But I really am going to talk not only about how to get your meals on the table in a simple form, but in a cost-effective way while maintaining the integrity of the nutrition and the micronutrients inside of these meals because I am such a huge advocate for nurturing ourselves and our families through what we feed them. And since we, most of the time, are the ones that are responsible for going to the grocery store or making the meal plan itself, let alone cooking it and getting it on the table. This is such a profound way that you can pour into your family through how you're stewarding your money on what purchases you're making, what kinds of food you're buying, what kind of food you're not buying, and also how you're caring for your entire family, their bodies, their minds, their nutrition, all the good things. I'm so excited to bring this to you and it's going to be really fun to see if you can use my specific equation to reduce how much money you're spending on your grocery bill every single week. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. years, I have gone from massive budgeting in my family to not budgeting in at all. Like we've been all over the place, right? Like sometimes we're super hardcore with our, with our paper envelope system, right? So we follow the Dave Ramsey method to get ourselves out of debt. Uh, we did that for a very long time. And then we found our place ourselves in this place where we were just so accustomed to what we needed to do that we were able to do it without paper envelopes. Um, And then I found myself back on the happy bandwagon of, oh, I'm not bringing paper envelopes to the grocery store anymore. So guess what extra things ended up in the cart. And after a year of kind of just doing that, I realized, all right, like this is getting excessive. And one of the things that is super important to me and how I run my ship at home is what I'm 
the choices that I'm making with what I'm responsible for as far as spending money, right? So Blaine and I come to the table with a very teamwork mentality when it comes to finances. I definitely let him take the lead, but uh, I have a lot of ideas and opinions that I make sure are heard. (laughs) Um, And so it's, it's, you know, it's this beautiful meshing of his leadership and, and my sometimes wise, sometimes not so wise counsel. No, I have a lot to offer when, when it, when we talk about finances, but it's just not like the thing that makes me super excited. Like him, like he loves it and always has. And I've always just been like, meh. Like when I was in college, it was like, oh, I got a car payment or I can buy a plane ticket to Hawaii. And so I legit would just like buy a plane ticket to Hawaii with a backpack, get on an airplane by myself and just like fly somewhere. (laughs) I did that for a long time, for many years. And so you know, disciplining myself once we had a family and stewarding my money wisely was very, very important to me. And Blaine has insane skills when it comes to that. I'm so, so grateful for that. And one of the ways that I can contribute is when I go to the grocery store, right? And and making sure that I'm not just being frivolous with our money and, and what we're putting in the cart because homegirl likes some expensive bars and some expensive kombuchas and lots of the really fun, all the gluten-free, dairy-free, organic, can I get an amen? (laughs) Okay, so what I'm trying to say is that there are going to be two kinds of people that come to this podcast episode. There's going to be you that doesn't care at all about what you're feeding your family and you only want to buy the cheapest thing on the planet. And then there's the other person that doesn't care at all about how much money she's spending. She just wants to make her family a either super happy or be super healthy. Right. And so she wants to give them all the foods that they really, really love, no matter how much money it costs. And, and, or she wants to make sure that they are all like top notch, super, super high end expensive food. And I think that there is a really good place somewhere in between and we can all work to be responsible in the way that we provide and put food on the table. And so there's a lot of layers to that, that I want to, that I want to walk you through. But the main goal of this podcast episode is to teach you how to spend less money. And so I just wanted to give you a little bit of background on, you know, my thought process behind why I'm bringing this, this episode to you. So, you know, we're all going to start in this place. And if you're not here yet, like I said in the intro, I want you to make sure that you have a menu board meal planning system in your home. There's an entire podcast episode set up for it. If you're not there yet, you can still listen and utilize some of this information that I'm going to be sharing, but it's going to be so much easier if you actually have this menu board system in your home. So here's the deal. The outcome is to know how much money you're spending per person per meal for the entire week. And so there's a really quick, easy mathematic formula to be able to figure that out. So get out your piece of paper. (laughs) and write this down. Okay, so here's the deal. You need to know how much money you typically spend on groceries for a week. That is, this this entire formula is based on that. So this is what I want you to do. Uh, we are going to figure out how many, how much it costs for you to feed each person of in your house for every meal on average. Okay, so you're going to take seven days a week 
and I am timesing it by three meals and two snacks a day. Okay. Cause that's pretty standard for most people. Maybe you, you want to do it three meals and one snack a day. If your entire family does not eat lunch at home seven days a week, then you can remove that. But I, I want to caution you with that because I'm going to add that step in later. So I think it's safe to say that you can put down seven days a week times three meals and five and two snacks. So that's a total of five, which means there's 35 meals, right? We're just going to categorize this, even though some of them are snacks, there's 35 times when people are coming together to get food in a week. Okay. Now you're going to take that 35 and you're going to times it by the number of people in your home. So for us, there's four. So four times 35 is 140. That means that this lady right here is serving (laughs) 140 plates a week. Just call me Miss Waitress. Like, come on now. Now, this is where I want you to sit down and I want you to look at this. Not every single person in your home is there for every single one of those meals. And I want you to subtract that out. So out of 140 meals total for all four of us for, for seven days a week, Frankie Joe is not here for 12 of those meals. Okay. She's not here for 12 of those. So I'm going to subtract 12 from 140 and Blaine is not here for nine of those. So I'm going to subtract nine from that. And that leaves me with 119 meals in total for the entire week. Okay. And I want you to figure that out for yourself. Then you're going to divide that number by the average amount of money that you typically spend at the grocery store. So ours is summer. I'm just going to use a round number of $200. So $200 a week at the grocery store. That puts me at $1.68 to feed each person those meals. So those 119 meals. It's $1.68 for all of that. That is my average. Okay. Now, there are some of you that are going to look at this number and you're going to be like, oh, that's not that bad. Considering when you go out to eat, you where can you go except for Circle K where you get like a 99 cent hot dog? I think that's a thing. Um, and feed your family for $1.68 a meal. Well, I will tell you this. I am perfectly capable of getting my grocery bill from 200 down to 180 for sure. Because when we were and had been for a very long time doing our um, paper envelopes, that's what I had in my paper envelope was $180. And I do not shop at mainstream um, grocery stores. I shop at Trader Joe's and Sprouts. Now, when I used to, when I was single and I shopped at Whole Foods, that was way higher, like way, way higher. And so learning from my upbringing with my mom that was incredibly frugal, like a probably because we had to and B just because she's like frugal Franny and she likes that she likes to literally pinch pennies at any at any cost. (laughs) If she would get gypped on her receipt, like by five cents, like, you know, when you used to actually get receipts and like look through every single line item, that was never my thing, probably because I'm scarred for my mother doing this. She would make me drop her happy little butt, both of us back into the store and be like, hey, you shorted me. Those bananas were actually two cents a pound, not eight cents a pound. And I got a pound of them. Please give me my nickel back. And I'm like, mom, really? It's a nickel, you know, but now 
whenever I'm looking to try and cut this grocery bill, because if you look at it, 200 bucks a week times four or five times a week, say on average, there's four and a half weeks in a month. That's like 900 bucks a month. That's a lot of money. And when you look at where is your money going? First of all, this is going to make you think twice about eating out ever again. When you know that you could feed your family from home on anywhere between a dollar and three dollars on the high end per meal, right? And you're going to go out to eat and you're going to spend anywhere from eight to 18 bucks per person on a meal. I mean, just look at Chipotle, right? Like we, we go to in and out sometimes and still that's like four or five, six bucks per person. So when you sit down and you look at it like that, it's like, holy cow. But most of you don't know that number right now. And I would highly suggest that you do figure out that number and you look at where you can make some adjustments. So if you're on the really low end of this and you are really, really, really pinching pennies, use this to help your family find money in what you're putting in your mouth. But please do not sacrifice that with the type of food that you're buying. When we got to a place where we were like, all right, we have some major debt to pay down and we really could do what Dave Ramsey says and eat rice and beans and beans and rice. Like that's what you need to do. There's a lot of potential to save some serious money in our grocery bill and yours too. But one thing that I was not willing to sacrifice was the health of my kids and eat rice and beans and beans and rice every single night. But guess what? Did I buy bulk rice instead of microwavable rice? I sure did. Bulk rice and cook it myself is so much cheaper, so much cheaper. And there's a bread bakery outlet on the ways to dropping my, my kids off at my grandma's house. It's the exact same bread that I buy $6 a loaf at Sprouts versus $2 a loaf. Like, why would I not? Right. And, and stash my freezer full of this bread. And so to me, There's been times where I've struggled thinking like, how do I do this? I can't do this. It's so much easier. Just like the other week, I got pouty with Blaine and I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. It's so much harder to do this with a budget because we're going back on our envelopes and I'm pouting (laughs) because it takes discipline and it's just, it's wise. It's, it's really honestly, um, irresponsible to just go to the grocery store and throw a bunch of food in your cart for so many reasons. You've been trusted with the money that your family's been given to manage it well. And there are families out there that would die to be able to go to the grocery store and just put food in their cart the way that we do. And it's something that I've thought long and hard about. And I'm like, Chelsea, get your act together like care about this. Don't be wasteful. Don't overconsume. And if the money that you're saving isn't enough for you, think about it in that regard, because sometimes that's what I have to do. Because again, like I started this episode out with like, that's not my thing. I'm not super motivated by saving money. Blaine is. And that's a way that I can pour into my husband, right? There are so many different angles that you can look at this and think about how to level up in your own heart and in your own mind, just by how you shop at the grocery store. And this is a system. And let me actually, let me dive into the system and how I make this work for me. So when I sit down and I pick out my menu cards for my family, 
I have gone in and I've looked at the meals like our salmon and rice. That is a meal that I have broken down to know that that costs closer to the $3 per person, sometimes even $3.50 or $4 because I don't buy farm-raised. I buy wild-caught salmon. That's something that's super important to me. I know that that's a much more expensive meal. And I also know that chili costs me pennies on the dollar to make. So those are two insanely good pairings for a, for a week to be able to meet my budget. And so I know which of my meals, because I've calculated it out, cost more than others. And when you start with the menu board meal planning system, I want you to, to just get your five first meals that your family absolutely loves. Make sure that they meet the budget that you want and then write down on the back how much they cost. And every single time you add a new meal in, put on the back, how much is this meal per person? That way, whenever you're planning out your meals and you're grabbing your menu cards to throw them up on the board, you don't just grab all of your super high dollar meals all in one week, because that's going to throw you over your budget. Um, The other way that I go about doing this to make this super simple is I base all, almost all, chili obviously does not fit in this category, um, but most of my meals are a green, a carbohydrate, which I typically try and make it grain free, but not always, and a protein one and done. And so when I go to the grocery store, it's like, okay, I need seven greens done. I need seven proteins done. I need seven carbohydrates that veer closer to the side of not processed. And so that is like the quickest, easiest, cheapest way for me to get what I know I want to feed my family and meet my budget at the same time actually on the table and produce that over and over and over and over again. So those are dinners, right? Same thing for breakfast. I've stopped buying the pre-made pancakes, A, because they don't have paleo ones. I make paleo ones at home. And so I buckled down and I made a big batch of them. Is that paleo pancake mix when I go to Sprouts and I buy it more expensive than I think it's Bisquick. I don't even know this, you guys. Is it Bisquick? (laughs) Pancake mix? I think it is. Of course, it's way more expensive. But when I break it down per how many pancakes I get out of that and how that that mix, which I actually can get at Costco, how far that goes and how much it feeds my family compared to the organic pancakes that I was buying frozen from Sprouts and Trader Joe's or Birchbenders, which is the name of the paleo pancake mix that I buy. They actually have them pre-made and frozen. Talk about off the charts expensive. It's like seven bucks for like four pancakes, I think. There might be six in there, maybe eight on a good day, but still that's like block a pancake. It's like, come on, you know, when I can do that myself, they, I, they seriously cook in two minutes. I freeze them and we're done. And I can add blueberries and I can add all of my nuts and seeds to it. And, 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 right. There's so many benefits to sitting down to doing this. And once you create this system for your family, then it starts running on autopilot. And we got a little too big for our britches um, about a year ago when we used our budgeting system and we just got lax with it, which, um, we've had some long conversations about how that's going to end like real soon. And this is just the first step to it is me managing our grocery bill. So my menu board meal planning system has been working insanely well for a long time now for a couple years, but 
whenever I want to layer in and take it a step further and deeper and actually make it work for my budget as well, this is how I go about doing it. I make sure that each meal that I'm putting together meets the mark to not put me over budget as far as how much it costs per meal um, to feed each individual person. The other ways to make sure that you are a feeding your family, the food that you know they need to be able to sustain them, to help your kids grow, to keep them from getting sick all the time, to bolster their immune systems, to allow you to be high performing in your motherhood and the businesses that you're trying to run and to not be a grumpy wife and to give your husband the fuel that he needs and so that everyone can be healthy while saving money at the same time is to care about the kinds of snacks that you're eating and just buying bars and overprocessed food, buying fruit in a cup that just peels open when you could buy fresh fruit is a huge way to make both of those goals happen. Buy the fresh fruit instead of processed fruit. Same thing with vegetables. Buy the fresh vegetables instead of the processed vegetables or the pre-cooked or the pre-made, right? Frozen is typically okay, but still you're going to pay more if it's already been processed. And I know Like I know I've had so many podcast episodes where I tell you it is okay to buy pre-cut vegetables. It absolutely is. And those are still in my cart. But whenever I know that I'm going to put a $15 piece of salmon in my cart, I'm probably not going to pair that with vegetables that have already been processed for me, right? And these are decisions that I'm cognitively making as I go through this system of A, feeding my family well, and B, saving us money at the same time. I want you to walk away from this podcast episode, A, knowing the exact money, the exact, the the exact money, the exact dollar amount that you spend per person per meal. And I want you to come and tell me in the Facebook group, we have a thread going in there right now. um, And it'll be up at the top. So I want you to use these calculations, write it down and tell me what your exact number is. And then I also want you to figure out what is one thing that you can do after listening to this to meet both of the goals that I've talked about. One, to feed your family more nutritious food and to save yourself money. Because what I really don't like is this misconception that you have to spend more money to be more healthy. I know that with just a little bit of thinking, right, and planning, so get this system in place, that you can make a huge impact on how you are pouring into your family A, through the choices that you make with the food that you put out on the table and put out in front of them and through, you know, how much money you're spending. One of my favorite, favorite things, I shared it inside of my Instagram stories the other day, is this little snack tray that I got for the girls and I loaded up with fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds. And sometimes there will be one processed thing in there and allowing them to snack on that for the day and looking at that versus they could legitimately... And, and at times would grab two bars a day. Those bars are easily at least a buck a piece, sometimes more, especially with the bars that I feel comfortable feeding my kids, the ones that don't have a ton of sugar in them, the ones like one of my favorite bars to get is a perfect bar and they're about 250 a piece. Sometimes I can get them at Walmart for a little bit cheaper, but 
these are the decisions that I was like, all right, like if you really want to stop going into the 200, 240, 250 bucks a week range on groceries and get back to the 180 that you were spending every single week, spending an extra 40, $50, it's an extra 200 bucks a month, right? So, and on top of that, think about your eating out habits, right? So all of this just comes back to make sure that you have a meal plan system in place and make sure that you know that those meals that you're putting on there are going to work with your budget for that week. Okay. That is all I'm leaving you with for today. I'm super excited uh, to go and (laughs) work on this in my own life. And um, you should go and work on it right along with me. And if you do come over inside the Facebook group and tell me about it, because I love seeing you guys do work in your motherhood and your homes and your businesses. Love it, love it, love it. And um, until next time, I will be hanging out with you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.